As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Hey everyone, welcome in to another edition of Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you as always. And Jerry, uh, fun second week of region play. We were at Thompson and Spain Park. Thompson getting the win there. We'll talk about that game and their game uh, coming up this week here in just a second. But a lot of games going on across the state. A lot of top 10 matchups in the lower classification. Um, we talked about uh, Elba Brantley. That was a score. Elba got at the seven-point win, 42-35. Not only good matchups going in, but good matchups coming in out Aniston Jacksonville 30 to 23 that was number six over number seven Aniana Cherokee County a three-point game um, so some good you know uh, lower classification games there and uh, you know but 5a some good games as well one that I know both of us had our eye on Gulf Shores taking on UMS right UMS right the top dog down there in 5a as of right now we wondered could Gulf Shores potentially get the win but UMS right ends up edging them out by a touchdown yeah 35 to 28 and John I really thought you know that was the best game in the south uh, part of the state right there ums right we know how good they are gus shore's coming on strong the last couple of years we knew that gus shore's you know they they've gone through periods of time in their existence where they would get good for a year or two but i think right now gus shore's is building i think in the next two or three years we're going to see some really good wins out of gus shore's jemison traveled to shelby county in 582 and they uh that was a a a good ball game for a while, but Shelby County ends up winning it twenty-three to six in that um, region down in uh, whatever region three is what it is in five A. Yeah, it's some uh, interesting, you know, moving going on with the reclassification. Who's moved up to six A? Who's moved down to five A? Who's moved out of five A into four A or up from four A? UMS right, one of those that's gone up and down. Um, you know, Shelby County down there in five A now as well. Um, with that win in class 5A uh, or in class 6A, excuse me. No, this is class 5A. Ramsey yeah. and Pleasant Grove. Ramsey, they get the win 21 to 14 over Pleasant Grove. I mentioned this is kind of a region title game right early on. I feel like a lot of regions have had that. They say the scheduling isn't on purpose to where those games are usually at the end. They're not at the end this season. There's a lot of early ones, and this was one as uh, Ramsey won 21 14. Did that shock you? It's normally me. it doesn't shock me when Ramsey wins but the way the season has gone so far Ramsey's had some good wins some I'm kind of surprised they lost that game so it did shock me a little bit because of that I think so too I, I was I, I've been on board with Pleasant Grove for the last two or three years and I'll stay there until they lose but there you go they lost to Ramsey that kind of going to shake that region up a little bit which by the way John as we continue remember we're three weeks into region play now in some schools and so we're about to the mid-season break. It's almost time for bracketology. Oh, for you, you to start looking at some of this stuff to see. You know, these wins this trust week. Me, I've already been filling in the teams on my bracket. Okay. <laughs> well, last week and this week is really, you know, where a lot of region whether you make it to the playoffs or not, this is the weeks that it happens. Yeah, I've already started going through, and there's there's a game we'll talk about in 7A that I've already written one team out of the playoffs that at this point you never, I mean, never would write them out of the playoffs. I think you know who I'm talking about yep. that is already written out of the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, this is the point where it's kind of make or break it. And there's some regions, like 7A Region 3, for instance. I have – no earthly idea who the fourth team would be in that region. We know pretty much the top three are Thompson, Hoover, Hewitt, but after that, I don't know. And we'll talk about the games why I don't know, but those are completely up in the air. Usually every region has good contenders for number one. It may be one, two, three teams that are competing for number one, but figuring out those four spots, this is the kind of thing you can't go into the break at 0-3. 
or you know 0 and 4 depending on if you're then in that nine team region you can't because it's way too much ground to make up you're going to get stuck in some tiebreaker where if you've lost your non-region games you're definitely not going to get in so this is super pivotal time that's why that ramsey pleasant grove game now right. ramsey's in the driver's seat pleasant grove has to make sure they don't lose another game because one more loss now puts you to where you're potentially not even playing at home and uh you know even working yourself out of the playoffs so yeah this is the, this is an interesting time of year when it comes to region play all right let's talk about 6a john because just real quickly mcadory and mountain brook won no big deal there's mountain brook uh beat woodlawn we knew that was going to happen and mcadory over paul bryant big wins there but that 6a classification game that we know uh, you and i've been to it i know i've been to it twice in my lifetime that region rivalry pinson valley and clay chauble what a ball game i watched every second of that one since uh our game with thompson got moved to thursday it was on tv friday and i i don't know who i'm more surprised about clay chaltville only putting up 14 points after they had just run over everybody so far this season or Pinson Valley, who has kind of been really since Patrick Nix left, and obviously Bo Nix, uh, you know, had them winning championships. It's kind of been where's Pinson going to be? Now you got a new head coach. I don't really know. And everybody says, well, this is a rivalry game. I never in a million years would have said this was a 14 to 12 game. Now, it poured down rain the whole time, which I think kind of helped contribute to some of the low scoring. Right. But Pinson was right in it. Pinson went up right down to the end, 14 to 12, the final score, only a two-point game. I think it exposed a couple of weaknesses for Clay Chauvel. I was surprised that their offense couldn't move. I saw the defensive set of Pinson Valley. I think a lot of teams in 6A noticed that as well. And I think it's going to be changing going forward. However, Clay Chauvel was so talented and so athletic that they're going to be in every ball game. And I, I tell you where I'm thinking. You know, next week, not this coming week, but next week, you got Thompson and and uh, Clay Chauvel, yep. 7A defending state champ, 6A defending state champ. That game's been talked about ever since it hit the schedule. So, does Clay Chauvel play in that way, expose some weaknesses? I think so. Will a coach like Mark Freeman take advantage of it? Absolutely. We'll see how that goes. And I know we're – thompson homers when it comes to discussing thompson right. because we you know do that broadcast every week but that's a game before i saw clay and pinson uh, which the first time i really was able to sit down and watch them because it was on tv but that was a game coming in that i would have been like i think clay chaltville's got it in in the bag the way they played so far and i know thompson and i know they play two top 25 teams in the country to start off so it, it's hard to look at the thompson's two and two record and say oh they're only two and two mm-hmm. because of who the losses were too but still we saw plenty of things that's like well you know they lost all these all these players on offense all these skill players they lost people on the defensive line they lost that you know you can see some holes where clay chauvel had looked so strong to start off and they look so not strong with that offense and thompson's defense the way they've been playing all season i can't still can't wait for it despite the fact that it was a close game and despite the fact that thompson's had their struggles and clay had their struggles friday i still cannot wait for that that is still the defending six and seven a state champions yeah one time i looked looked at the screen and pinson valley had nine guys in the box on defense i mean they were selling out they were daring clay chalk to throw it either the quarterback wasn't Either they weren't running the right routes, it just didn't seem to happen for them. But, you know, the only difference in that game was extra points. Yeah, and Clay is kind of in that Oregon mode of they go for two right. because they don't really have a kicker, and you can tell it on kickoffs as well. Um, so it was 8-6, to six, I think, at halftime. Right. And then they scored, didn't get the two-point, ended up being 14-6. to six. 
Pinson scores doesn't get their two point, which is why it ended up being 14 to 12. But yeah, very interesting uh, result there. But it is a rivalry game, and that is the one rivalry I know Clay would love to play you at Trustville again. That's a whole different thing. But the one rivalry that do still have is Pinson Valley. So big game there between Clay Chalville and Pinson Valley. I gotta give a little shout out to my Homewood Patriots for getting the win over Calera, 48 to 38, back and forth all game long. But uh, Homewood getting the win there in 6A Region Three. And how about this in 6A Region Three? We've talked about Briar. Their first game of the season, a huge loss to Clay Chalville, 48 nothing, I believe it was, right. which instantly made us think, Clay's the best in the state, Briarwood, what happened? Well, I'd say now more so than anything, Briarwood, what happened? Because since then, they've had three one-score games. Spain Park, a team who is trying to rebuild but still isn't quite there yet. Chilton County, a team who's playing better than usual but not a team that's typically there. And then Pelham getting the one-point win over Briarwood last shocker. week. And the sh- not to shock, it shouldn't be shocked anymore, three games Briarwood's played have been come down to the very last yep. uh, you know, play of the game. This was no different, except it was they were on the losing end of it as Pelham gets some wins. So, And congratulations to your Patriots, too. They had a, that was a good win over Calera, 38-28. They got Ben Russell this week. Should be a good game there as uh, Ben Russell's in the top ten in the ASWA poll. I mean, really, that's kind of the winner of that game seems to be the in the driver's seat to win the region since home was already beaten Helena, Helena Pelham this week as well. Um, so that region could kind of almost be decided before we head into the break. Um, one more game in 6A. Uh, well, two more. I, I just want to throw out real quick. One, um, Sarah Lynn beat Spanish Fort 35-24. to Big game down there in Region 1. Sarah Lynn continuing to be the strong team there. And that also has been a region title game in the past. And then uh, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa beating Huey Town 54 to 44 Huey Town falling off a little bit Hillcrest we've talked about so far uh this season you know being one of the strong teams there in region four but they get the 10 point win over the Golden Gophers yeah and also Helena traveled to Chilton County that was an overtime game Helena came out a victorious 35 28 and one more in 6a Coleman and Decatur the reason I mentioned that three overtimes can you imagine Decatur came out on top 39 to 36. High school overtime is almost kind of the middle ground between college and nothing because college, you know, you start at the 25, now you, now you do two series, but now you have those two point overtimes. You know, once you get to the third overtime, you have to go for two each time. High school, back it up to the 10. They basically have one one drive from the 10 yard line. Right. Typically gets it over quick, honestly, because one team uh, will score and one team won't a lot of times. But um, yeah, when you get to three overtimes, that's a heck of a game. I've watched a five overtime game. My own mater went to a five overtime game in the Super Six. And uh, those overtimes can get wild there in high school football. Moving on to Class 7A, Fairhope got a big win over Mary Montgomery, 38-23 in 7A Region 1. I don't see anybody catching Fairhope when it comes to the South, especially now that Theodore McGill-Tulin over the last few years have dropped out. Um, And then 7A Region 2, the team I said I think have already taken out of playoff contention, and it's so bizarre four weeks into the season to say they're already out of playoff contention. Prattville, they fall to Dothan 14-10. But Enterprise crushed Smith Station 58-14, so I don't know who necessarily the fourth team will be there. But with Opelika getting a big upset win on Central Phoenix City 17-14, then you have Auburn. Who that fourth team is, I don't know, but I can't imagine it's Prattville after losing the way they've lost so far this season. Yeah, they're going to have to play a lot better than that. And, you know, a little bit of work that I did on Prattville, they're, they're uh, got troubles at quarterback, to be quite honest with you. That's where their weakness is, so – you know, they're going to have to change it, get him into a situation where it's shorter passes and a whole lot more of the running game. We'll see if they can do it. 
Yeah, and, uh, Opelika getting the win, 17-14. So it looks like Opelika's in the driver's seat now. It'll be between Opelika-Auburn for that top spot. Um, and then you have Central Phoenix City. But then Dothan, Enterprise, Smith Station, all kind of sitting there. But I think Enterprise is a big winner for Smith Station. Kind of push Smith Station to the back, and Dothan and um, Enterprise will be the two teams that will wait to see what happens between them. In 7A Region 3, Hewitt Trustville, 35-7 over Tuscaloosa County. County kind of brought back down to earth after a 3-0 start and being up in the top 10. Hewitt Trustville's offense has been clicking pretty good so far this season. Their only loss to Central Phoenix City there early on in the year. Oh, uh, excuse me, Chelsea getting the win over Oak Mountain, though. 21 to 7. How about the Hornets finally getting on the board with their first regular season win and over a team who had been a playoff team in 7A region? That's three. right. Chelsea decided to wake up after losing three. Got a win on the board. Of course, they got a tough time this week. We'll talk about that game coming up with uh, against Thompson. Yep. Um, Hoover, Vestavia. We were watching this one. It was ending as our game ended. And uh, Vestavia, Hoover tied 14 apiece. Hoover scores, gets the extra point blocked. Vestavia drives for the win, doesn't get it. 20 to 14, the Bucks get the win. But two close wins for Hoover now to start region play, albeit against their two biggest rivals, Spain Park, Vestavia. Um, but a 24-10 win over Spain Park, a 20 to 14 win over Vestavia. Two teams Thompson has now beaten. 35 or 34-14, So bigger wins over those teams. So Hoover, kind of some question marks out there. I know, and you know, you don't expect Hoover to even be down a single year. You know, they're always, you know, they may lose one, may lose two. But I want to tell you, this Hoover team's got some holes in it, and this could be the year where a couple of teams could take advantage of being beat up on by Hoover for years. Based on who they're playing this week and who they still have on their schedule, from bracketology, I have already dropped them down out of having a home game. I have Hewitt and Thompson as the top two teams right now, mm. the way they have played. But we'll look at the schedule coming up this week. That'll help decide some things. And then our game, Thompson, Spain Park. Thompson won 35-14. Uh, kind of a slow start, but overall, you know, pretty you know average win for thompson as far as right. you know what we're used to seeing and they get the win by 21 over spain park so thompson hoover hewitt and chelsea all getting big wins there in 7-8 region three all right when we get back we'll look at the games coming up including a big one between hoover and hewitt trustville which i think will help decide that and maybe put you know the one team thompson's got to beat so i gotta play both of them obviously but uh, a lot of good games coming up in class 6a and 7a this week on next round preps at all britain and artavino family dinner we know how valuable your time is, so if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. All Britain and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. All Britain and Artavino are easy to find. Exit 238, that's the Alabaster exit, next door to American Family Care, or call them at 205-664-7610. Alabaster Living has been a major community supporter for years in the Alabaster area and is excited to introduce their new streaming TV channel. Alabaster Living Television can be found on Roku and Fire Stick and has new video content featuring Thompson High School, the city of Alabaster, local churches, businesses, and citizens added weekly. Just load ALTV to your streaming device and start watching to see all that Alabaster has to offer. You can also follow Alabaster Living on Facebook and YouTube to stay on top of everything going on in the community. Add ALTV to your Roku or Fire Stick device today. Hi, I'm Jerry Young. I want to tell you about Holloway Home Loans here in Central Alabama. Thomas Holloway is a former Oak Mountain Eagle who moved on to play his college ball and earn his degree from West Point. Thomas is still an Army Reservist and an expert in residential home mortgages, offering personalized service at an amazing price because he works for you and not the financial institutions. Call Thomas today at 205-413-2858 
or you can email him, thomas at hollowayhomeloans.com. That's Holloway Home Loans and Edge Home Financing, MLS 198-5757. Cartridge World of Vestavia is well known for the lowest prices on toner cartridges, but are you aware of their free printer program? You heard right, there's no catch. Simply agree to buy your ongoing printer cartridges from Cartridge World of Vestavia and we'll provide you with a printer at no cost. A Cartridge World expert will personally consult with you to find out your business's exact needs so you can have a stronger bottom line. Visit Cartridge World of Vestavia Hills on the web or call 205-822-6767. That's Cartridge World of Vestavia. And welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. We talked about the week that was. Now time to move on to the week that is coming up on Friday, Thursday and Friday for teams here in uh, week four, officially the fifth week of the season for most teams. In some lower classification, really want to throw this out real quick. Um, we won't get too in-depth on them, but Andalusia, the number three team in Class 4A, taking on Montgomery Academy, the number seven team in 4A Montgomery Academy, coming off a Super 7 appearance last year. Um, they move up to 4A, and that is 4A Region 2. So it should be a good top 10 game right there in 4A. And then another 4A game in Region 1, a team we've talked about a lot. Really two teams we've talked about a lot. Orange Beach, Jamie DeBose has got them uh, playing well. They're 3-0 right now, ranked number 8 in um, the cl- in uh, Class 4A. T.R. Miller, 3-1. They're outside of the top 10 because they had that loss. But T.R. Miller at Orange Beach should be a good game there between uh, T.R. Miller. And we all know what Jamie DeBose can do. I know. Well, don't forget, Brett Hubbard can do it, too, at T.R. Miller. So, you know, that's going to be a great ball game. It should be. And uh, elsewhere in the South, in 5A, Viger, a team who has, I mean, some years they're playing for Super 7, some years they kind of fall off the map. This year, uh, so far, they're number 8 in the ASWA poll. They take on the number 1 team, UMS Wright, who got a big win over Gulf Shores by a score last week. So if UMS Wright can get past Viger, it'll really leave Faith Academy as the only other team they have to get past there in 5A Region 1. So it should be a good one down there in 5A Region 1. All right, moving on to Class 6A, a rematch of the – I mentioned the five-overtime game with my alma mater, Homewood. They are taking on the team they played in that five-overtime game. Benjamin Russell, a team who is all over the board. Again, once again, they – I'm used to when I played in school, 2000-2001, that's who Homewood played in the state championship, had a five-overtime win, and then had a loss the next year in the Super 6 there at Legion Field. They came into our region when I, when I was a junior and senior. It was good, close games. We got the wins in that. And then Ben Russell kind of disappeared, and they started having some three and seven seasons and kind of disappeared. Homewood dropped off, and they went up to 6A as well. Well, now they're both sitting in a good position. They're both sitting with really good records. I think they both have three wins so far in the season, and this is setting up to be a pretty good game in 6A. Yeah, I agree. And Benjamin Russell, you're right. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but former – HSAA Executive Director Steve Savarese kind of made his name at Benjamin Russell. I mean, he was a good coach there for a long time. So, you know, I'm glad to see Benjamin Russell back up on the winning side. I think it helps 6A, very similar to the way I think when Prattville and Foley are strong in 7A. Benjamin Russell is one of those teams that when they're strong. So that's going to be a close matchup. Who Homewood has got an advantage because they're at home. Yep. And that's going to be huge because I tell you, Benjamin Russell coming up 280, they're not used to that. They're used to the smaller town, you know, got my little thing going on. It's going to be a different atmosphere. Homewood and Briarway kind of get stuck in that 
position where sometimes they play in the north, sometimes they play in the south. I was in this region with Ben Russell. We had to go to Ben Russell. We had to go to Valley, uh, which was a long drive. We had to go to a lot of these places that were far away. Homewood and Briarwood now down in the south. So Briarwood's going to, or, or, excuse me, Ben Russell's going to have to come up to Homewood, come up to Briarwood and uh, make some of those tracks. Even Pelham Helena, a pretty good drive for Ben Russell as well. Uh, but the winner here will be in first place firmly in uh, 6A Region 3 as we head to the break next week. Elsewhere in 6A Region 3, though, Pelham and Helena, two teams fighting for position. Helena already lost to Homewood. Pelham, they got the big win over for Briarwood last week, Pelham and Helena, big rivalry there. Obviously, Helena splitting off from Pelham. Um, I, I seems it's like almost a decade ago. It yeah, seems like no, just yesterday it, they split. I can yeah. remember Helena didn't exist. Right. It's kind of like Spain Park. I can remember Spain Park didn't exist when James Clemens right. didn't exist. Um, but, yeah, it should be going there between Pelham and Helena. I think that's one to put a check mark by because I think that has definite home field advantage type playoff game down the road plugged it in and it was only a four point game in my uh, model so should be a close one there in 6a region uh five you have gardendale taking on parker gardendale with chad eads they've done a great job building that program into being a good playoff contender every single year parker meanwhile has uh been looking pretty good also parker um they got a big one over ramsey we're talking about ramsey with the win over pleasant grove they are one of the top teams in 5a well parker Came in, this, I believe, the second week of the season and beat Ramsey pretty good. Uh, obviously, two Birmingham City schools right there. So, uh, Parker uh, hosting Gardendale. I still like Gardendale in this one, though, the way that Chad Eats has uh, built that team up. I do, too. But I th- I don't know what your point spread would be. But I'm going to tell you, this is a close 14. ball game. 14, really? I had two touchdowns. I, I got but, it closer than that. But it's, you know, different opponents. Gardendale stepped out of state and played some teams. So, it's kind of throw, throwing things out of whack. But I think it will be a little bit closer than that. And then 6A Region 6, Pinson Valley. We mentioned the close game they had against Clay Chaltville last week. They're taking on Oxford now, an Oxford team that – just a couple of years ago was state champion. They were defending state champion when uh, we went up in Thompson, beat them pretty good yeah, to open the season. Zip, and they kind yeah. of fell off last year, but yeah. now trying to make their way back. in a very tough region that I think we all agree Clay's going to win, but Pinson Valley and Oxford now kind of playing for second place. I don't know. I, I kind of like Oxford in this game, and I don't know why I say that. You know, Oxford has put millions of dollars into their facility over there if you hadn't been lately. And when we were over there last time, it was under construction. But yeah. all that's finished now. They got – fantastic facilities as a matter of fact if you're driving on i-20 there and you're coming back from atlanta it when you get to the oxford x if you look to the right you can actually see the stadium it's just a block or two off the uh, interstate there yep. that's where oxford high school is and where their stadium is and and so if you're you know if you want to see what i'm talking about it's real easy to get off the exit there and just kind of drive around it but what a great facility but i kind of like oxford in this game for some strange reason i got pinson valley favored by a little over a touchdown but yeah i think oxford has a chance to win this one here i think a lot of that has to do with what they did against clay chalville last week in a, a just kind of an ugly rain game that they had to play in um let's see 6a region one you have theodore at spanish fort theodore team dropping down from 7a region one had been a region title contender there in 7a and now spanish ford after losing to saraland they have to get past a team like theodore it used to be saraland and that's kind of it you know blunt would compete every now and then and st paul's when they jump up would, would be compete every now and then but theodore now i mean they're a legit team that you have to worry about for the region championship down there absolutely you know john when i was growing up the biggest rivalry around other than the birmingham city schools when they played each other but I grew up in Bessemer. I can remember when Bessemer and Hueytown were the biggest game on the map. This year they're playing it, but you know Hueytown should walk all over Bessemer this this year. Yeah, um, I guess it was Hueytown and Jessenier back in the day. Yeah, well before that it was Bessemer High School, yeah. and then it went Jessenier, and now it's Bessemer City School. So you know Bessemer just seems to 
have so much turnover they can't seem to settle down i don't know you know whether it's administration or whether it's school board i don't know i don't know what the problem is but i know that every year over the last five or six years bestmer just hadn't been what they should be yeah and uh one more 6a game real quick before we head on to 7a that i want to mention at least clay chaltville hosting our friend george bates in center point um center point moving up to 6a rough move up for them from 5a but you know can they potentially work their way in and Try to get a playoff spot there in that region. Well, George Bates, um, you know, he's got a special uh, place in his heart to beat Clay Chauvel ever since he was at minor. Yep. And I tell you, it goes back to a game to where uh, they were scheduled to play at minor. And Clay Chauvel at the time pretty much said, we don't want to come over there and play at that bad stadium. And it kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And so uh, ever since then, you know, George Bates loves beating Clay Chauvel. So now he's got his center point guys man they're playing good they blew out somebody last week i think 50 something to whatever but so that's gonna be a ball game it's no relation but tony lunsford field there at minor i feel, oh, yeah. I feel a little personal even though it's not related to that's me right. i just like everybody's like oh lunsford that's it no, no relation but uh good name there for minor field all right moving on to class 7a in region two a couple of interesting matchups uh not a, a super you know strong schedule in region one and region four at least from what i saw but dothan at smith station this is a game that i never would have circled back in the day <laughs> But these are the two teams that have now beaten Prattville. Dothan taking on Smith Station. I think it could be a good close game. But this one could potentially, if Dothan gets the win, because Enterprise beat Smith Station pretty good, right. if Dothan gets the win, could potentially put Dothan in a position to get that fourth spot. Uh, you know, uh, more likely. The only only reason I'd say Dothan would not be favored if they are, if they aren't, would be is that they're traveling over to Smith Station which is a little bit harder to get to from where they are. But, yeah, and then you got Prattville, who's, you know, lost two games. They got Opelaki. You know they're going <laughs> down Prattville. three games. Poor Prattville. I mean, that's a tough part, uh, start to the right. schedule. But the thing is, that's why we keep bringing Prattville up. They lost to Dothan. They lost to Smith Station. Right. They haven't played Enterprise. They haven't played Central Phoenix City. They haven't played Auburn. Those are the games that – you know, you go ahead and mark his losses and you got to win all the rest of them. Right. The fact that they've already lost these games, plus Opelika coming into that region, it's a nine-team region now, so they're actually in their uh, f- fourth region game because they started right. in, in week one. Right. So, anyway, wh- I don't know what's going to happen with Prattville, but Opelika, they do travel to Prattville in 7A region two. Um, all right, 7A region three, Vestavia and Spain Park. Vestavia and Spain Park start their season with Thompson and Hoover each. Now they're taking each other on Vestavia at Spain Park. I got to lean in the direction of Vestavia right now, just from too. what we saw. It's almost yeah. identical scores um, for um, for Thompson. It was 34-14 for Vestavia, 35-14. That's because of a missed extra point, um, you know, against Spain Park or against Vestavia. But Hoover, 14-point win over Spain Park, 7-point win over Vestavia. So you typically would think, you know, you do the whole transitive property and everything that Vestavia would win this. But I still do like Vestavia in this game. Well, I do too. And that's two up-and-coming programs in Region 3. They dropped off a little bit. I'm going to tell you, you watch these two teams right here, Vestavia next year and Spain Park next year are going to be two totally different football programs than they are now. And that's a perfect example of two schools that I've been saying for the years about Prattville and 
Foley. That you know, you look at these two schools with Vestavia and, and Spain Park, and you say, well, you know, they're going to get better. They're going to be a team to be reckoned with. Right now, I don't see that happening in the south part of the state, and that's two of the schools that makes the north part of the state so much stronger. <laughs> these are two of the schools that it's going to eventually get to the point that whatever team is fifth or sixth in seven A Region three, it's like they probably could have beaten everybody else that's coming to the playoffs. You you, you only choose four right, to put in right. there. Um, it almost kind of makes you wonder for a thirty-two team super playoff. Let everybody start in the playoff because you're going to get some good games, especially with those teams if they're able to make it. But yeah, Spain Park Vesavia both investing in their programs as well, both. Uh, upgrading to jumbo big jumbotrons in their end zone uh kind of coming into the 21st century with their scoreboards obviously hiring new head coaches who have had success at other places uh robert evans at mountain brook being a defensive coordinator always real strong defense at mountain brook and then of course tim vacacus at jackson owen and the whole vacacus uh you know coaching line there with his dad being so good as well and coming from homewood and being real successful at homewood as well right so yeah I, i've got those two teams i just know that let's go ahead and talk about tuscaloosa county too because adam weingarten is going to be he's better this year I, I put him in the same class as those two schools tuscaloosa county's invested some money in that field in that yep. program they went out and hired adam weingarten and he's a winning coach he's not going to sit there uh you know long and be a losing season i mean he's going to put it on them so Man, Region 3 is getting stronger. Yeah. Oh, Mountain traveling to Tuscaloosa County to play on that new turf. It was new last year, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, we went up there a year before. I'm but. real curious what you think about this game. So, I know Tuscaloosa County started off 3-0 and and now they're 3-1. and Outside of maybe that first Central Tuscaloosa game and maybe Bessemer City, but I would not have picked them. Right. I would have thought, look, Tuscaloosa County may get there eventually, but they're not there yet. Chelsea has had their ups and downs, and, of course, that game was a one-point game. But I never in a million years would have said, you know, I think Tuscaloosa County has a chance to beat Oak Mountain, but I think they have a chance to beat Oak Mountain. It's tough for me to say, yes, they will win this game. I, I, I plugged the numbers in. I still have Oak Mountain favored in this game because they have been the better team. Right. But once again, just look at the, the similar opponents. Chelsea has played both of these. They lose to Tuscaloosa County by a point in a shootout, 42-41. So it's not like, uh, you know, it was a, a poorly played game by either offense. Both offenses did well. But then Chelsea goes and beats Oak Mountain and it, by multiple scores, 21-7 was the final there. So that makes me think Tuscaloosa County has a chance to win this one. And I, I think, you know, it, we don't bet on high school, but depending on what the money line on that one for Tuscaloosa County would be, I would take it because I, I think there's a good, strong chance that they win this one. I pick them outright. I just don't know why. i tell you why. Because what I just discussed about Vestavia and Spain Park and Tuscaloosa County, for some reason, and I'll get proven wrong, I'm sure, this is not a slap, I just don't feel that same feeling about Oak Mountain. I don't know why I don't have that same feeling. It's, it's no reason that I shouldn't, but I just feel like, Tuscaloosa County wants it more, maybe. Losing your quarterback, I've already forgotten his name. It was Evan Smith, Evan uh, Evan was, something. Yeah. That was quarterback Evan last Smith. year. Yeah. I'm, I'm blanking on it. But, um, you know, Tyler Crane comes in, has in a quarterback. He was a, a multi-year starter there. Kind of was that entire team for Oak Mountain and was what put them in position to be a playoff team. He's gone. So now really comes the hard work in his second year um, for Coach Crane to be able to build that program and turn it into something. And what we've seen so far hasn't quite happened. And right. so I don't really know what to expect from him. Well, I'll tell you why I feel that way. Because they lost last week to Chelsea and they shouldn't have. And they yeah. didn't just lose by, hey, we missed an extra point. No, they lost by two touchdowns. They yeah. were beat. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe that's why I feel that way. But 
I'm going to pick Adam Weingartner. If I was betting man like you and there was a line, of course, if there was a line, you'd be the one picking the line, so I'd have an advantage. <laughs> but uh, I'll yeah. say this. When, we're, when I'm going through, uh, I'll go through at halftime and read the live scores on our broadcast for what's happening. No matter what the score is in that game, it's not going to surprise me. That's right. Oak Mountain could be up by 40, won't surprise me. Tuscaloosa County could be up by 40. The way things have gone, wouldn't surprise me. Or a close game either way, wouldn't surprise me. But I'll be, we'll be very interested to see what happens with that. Of course, we'll recap it here on Next Round Press. All right, two more. Hoover at Hewitt-Trustville. This is the uh, game of the week for me. The top uh, two teams in 7A Region 3 outside of Thompson. And I think the winner here is firmly going to be in second place. That would have been the case probably anyway. But I also think the winner here then is a strong contender to potentially take first from Thompson, depending on what kind of Thompson we see when they play. But, um, you know, Hewitt Trustville, they're strong and plugging everything in. I never thought I would have said Hewitt Trustville would be favored in this game, but I believe Hewitt Trustville is favored in this game. I, I, I agree with you 100%. I just think if you look the last two weeks at how Hoover's played, and you look at the last two weeks, how Hewitt Trust was played ever since they lost to Central Phoenix City. They've been a very strong team. I'm going Hewitt Trustful, not that we're, we tend to start picking right now, but these are games that's so close, it's kind of fun to try to figure out who it is. But I think Josh Floyd's going to give Hoover all they want. In the three in-state games they played, because they played a team out of Tennessee that wasn't that good, they destroyed them in, in week uh, the second week of the season. But 17, I believe 17-24-20 is what they've scored. Hasn't been super high scoring from Hoover when they typically could put up a lot of points in the past. Hewitt Trustville has put up a lot of points in every game they've played. I think that offense is going to be too much for Hoover. How about this? 21 against Central Phoenix City, 64 against Gadsden, 48 against Oak Mountain, and 35 against Tuscaloosa County. Yeah, yeah they got an offense. That's an offense. Um, and then the final game, the game will be at Thompson at Chelsea. Chelsea getting that win, so some momentum for Chelsea. A whole different ball game when Thompson comes in as opposed to uh, Oak Mountain. Well, we, you know, Obviously, we certainly hope so since we're calling the Thompson game, but I agree with you. Chelsea, how in the world they uh, won last week so good, who knows? But I'm all about Thompson really taking it to Chelsea. I think this is going to be one of those games where we can kind of pad the books on some personal records for some kids. Yeah, I think uh, that win for Chelsea may give them a little momentum to start off, and I'm sure the crowd will be excited, but it will disappear pretty quickly if I had to guess. So uh, Thompson at Chelsea, we'll have the call for it on the Warrior Nation Network. You can watch and listen to that game. Subscribe to the NFHS Network as well to watch all the other good games after you're done watching the Thompson-Chelsea game. And, of course, you can go back and watch everything on demand as well. It is a really good value if you want to watch literally anything in high school. I highly recommend getting the NFHS, the NFHS Network. Yeah, you can sign up for the NFHS Network through Warrior Nation Network. You can go to warriornationnetwork.org and click the Watch Now button, and it'll take you right to the NFHS Network where you can sign up there if you'd like to instead of having to Google it and figure out how to do it. So that's the easy way to do it. warriornationnetwork.org, and John and I have the call on Friday night. And I love I have Thompson and Homewood favored. The two teams I want to watch always, they're favored at the top, and I can just click on it, and there's that's every right. game that I wanted to watch from them. So that's the game we'll be at. We'll have all the games recap for you here on Next Round Preps next week as we head into non-region play. And like Jerry said, we already know the game of the week next week, Thompson and Clay Chaltville. But we'll see what both those teams do this week, what everybody does when we get back next week on Next Round Preps.